The Real College Talk crew is back with another one for you, and this is a super exciting time because it's decision season. So a lot of high school students have probably gotten most of their decisions by now. If you haven't already, you're going to be getting them pretty soon. And you've got everything across the spectrum coming out, acceptances, rejections, wait lists, possibly some gap years. And you have a lot of different options here, and there are so many different circumstances that people face. So each of those bring their own little unique challenge. And with all these different factors, you have to be able to weigh it out and decide what's best for you because you're gonna be making a decision not only for the next four years of your life, for the next six years of your life, but for your entire lifetime. So you wanna make sure you get informed so this isn't too stressful of a time because this can be super exciting if you make it that way. And with that said, welcome to Real College Talk, your destination for honest and relevant college and post-secondary conversation. My name is Nikhil Namburi. And I'm Morgan Heath Powers. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Um, regardless of what kind of college decisions you are facing, I think it's really important that we start off by saying there's no formula for the perfect college decision. I was talking to some students this past week and in speaking with each of them and, and the different approaches that they took to making their choice of where they would go to school, everyone talked as if they made the right decision. Like it seemed to work out great for them. What I want to assure you is that yes, if you take all these factors into consideration, you will make the right choice for you and it will totally work out. But there are a variety of different factors to consider. Some of them are going to be really important to you. Some of them aren't going to be that important to you. And it would be the opposite for someone else. So as I read these off, I really just want you to think about, okay, well, how important is this particular factor to me? And there's no right answer. Um, so here's some different factors. So cost, one of the huge like biggest factors for, for a lot of people. How much is it going to cost? Are there scholarships available for you? Prestige, this might be important to you. This might not be important to you. Be honest with yourself. Um, student life and culture, what an average day is like for a student at each of the schools you're looking at. What kinds of programs or majors they offer. If you can double major, if there's a certain special program that's offered at one school that isn't offered at another school. Um, different career opportunities and the kind of alumni network that is there. Some schools have excellent academics, but once people graduate, they're like ghosts. They never come back. There's no network, right? Um, so those are things to keep in mind. Academic flexibility. So I mentioned double majoring. Is there the opportunity for undergraduate research or is that exclusive to graduate students? Um, is there a fast track to graduation? Could you get your degree in three years or, or, or you know, some schools for, for business schools, you can get your MBA if you tack on another fifth year. Are there great study abroad or extracurricular activities at this school? The location, the environment, the culture, the weather, how close you are to family and friends. What the campus is like? Do they have a great library? Do they have some killer study areas? Are they known for having amazing campus food? Very important to me. Um, and the quality of the <laughs> So these are a whole bunch of different factors that you want to consider. I would recommend jotting them all down and, and making a note of which ones are really important to you. So looking at that huge list now, um, I, want to, I want to turn to you, Nikhil, and being a year since you made your college decision now at Notre Dame, currently taking a gap semester, of course, but you know, I would like to ask you, what are, what are the factors that looking back, you would have put even more weight on that, that you think are important for your decision? Okay, so let me turn the clock back a year and put myself in the mind of where I was a year ago making this decision for college. So I'm going to run through some of the factors that are really important to me. Uh, first and foremost, I think Morgan and I are going to agree on this one, cost. You know, if you have the, the privilege of just being able to, to pay for college really easily, that's amazing but not everyone has that luxury. So cost is definitely a factor for a lot of students. For me, academics played a huge role in choosing my college. So things like 
how interesting the majors and minors and like supplemental majors are and the academic flexibility of them being able to take multiple courses of study at once. That was super important to me. But in addition to just how interesting it was, I wanted to check how accessible these, these resources are, right? So I wanted to actually be able to get into these classes. It's not enough for a school to, to offer it if I could never get in, right? If the classes are too big and I'm not able to take full advantage of those resources. So super small class sizes was important to me, accessible faculty, and really just being able to, to get into the classes that I want to get into, which played a huge role in me choosing Notre Dame. And another thing, this probably not specific to me, but I have a little bit of a different take on it. The weather played a huge role in my decision because of my medical condition. I can't handle warm weather. I know a lot of people would love to be in a warm weather climate. Not me. I'm the opposite. I totally love cold weather. So yeah, that was a little bit of a, of a funky factor that I had involved. Morgan, I'm going to return the question. If you were to go back and think through some of the factors that are important to you, what would they be? Honestly, for me, cost is my number one priority, same as you. Um, and my logic there is that I want to be able to have the freedom to just totally enjoy and make the absolute most of my undergraduate experience. And um, so that if I wanted to maybe spend a little bit of extra money in order to do, like, say, a study abroad opportunity, or I want to save money in order to, um, to do my graduate, you know, to go into to graduate school, um, I wanted to have the freedom to do that and to not feel bogged down and feel so much more pressure because I know that my family is having to spend an exorbitant amount of money in order for me to go to school or that I'm having to pay, like take out student loan debt. I didn't want to have to do that. And so that was a deal breaker for me. And I knew that unless I was getting sizable, like sizable scholarships from a school, I would not be going. And so that made my decision a lot easier because it nailed my choices down to about three schools. Um, even though I got into more schools than that, I just knew automatically when I got those acceptances and no scholarship. Okay, awesome, exciting, but I'm not going to be looking at those schools. Um, second thing that was most important to me is academic flexibility, and it's kind of what Nikhil is talking about, is that ability to get into smaller and more selective classes. So I ended up choosing a less prestigious school than some of the other institutions that I looked at, because through the program that I would be going to, um, I would have first dibs, I would be first in line to choose my classes, um, I would have access to unique internship and research opportunities, so I loved that ability to be, like, to be flexible and to pursue my own interests, because there's some great schools out there, but I really, I wanted to know that if I wanted to go above and beyond or just have a different experience, I could do that. So that was really, really important to me. Another thing that was also very important to me was career opportunities. And this kind of ties into my last really important factor, which is location. So um, for those of you who don't know, I've been set to matriculate to Southern Methodist University in Dallas. Personally, Dallas is not my favorite location. Um, there were many other cities that I would much rather go to. But the alumni network and the Dallas community that was connected into SMU for career opportunities after I graduated totally overwhelmed, you know, the fact that, okay, Dallas isn't my favorite city. Um, and so even though location is really important to me, I was able to say, wow, I just see how people who are part of this Hunt Scholars program are immediately getting connected with the Dallas community. They have no problem getting internships, no problem getting jobs. That's what I want to go for. And so these were the kinds of factors that really helped me to make my decision a year ago. Now, keeping this in mind, once you've kind of taken into consideration all these different factors, I don't think anything can replace actually talking to a student who is at the school you plan to attend. Now, 
with coronavirus going on right now, all on-campus visits have been suspended. And that's really hard for high school seniors who got into these amazing schools but maybe haven't visited in person, or you were set to go to a scholarship interview or an admitted students weekend that's now been canceled. Um, what I want to assure you is that we are so lucky in the 21st century to be able to connect with people digitally. And so number one, um, see if you can get connected through like like admitted students Facebook groups and things like that because there's you can surely use those to get connected with current students. Go on LinkedIn, find current students at the schools you're looking at, find graduates, professionals who can reflect back on their experience and how it's helped them and they can offer you advice. But also in this episode, we're going to link down below um, a Google document where a whole bunch of college students across the country have literally entered in their personal contact information um, and have listed the college that they're attending so that students like you can reach out and connect with them. So these are students that Nikhil and I know personally that we've been connected with through Facebook. They just started sharing out this Google document. So this is your official invite. If you are a high school senior, go ahead and go into that document. And if you've been admitted to one of those schools and there are hundreds of schools in there, go in there, check it out and get connected with a student. Now, once you find some people, I wanna go ahead and ask Nikhil, so once you're connected with somebody, what kinds of questions would you be asking them in order to make the most of, of that opportunity to really get a firsthand account of what these schools are like? Yeah, so before I get to that, I'm gonna share a, a little story. So right <laughs> now, I'm, I just got into all of the Notre Dame class of 2024 group chats because now I'm a member of the class of 2024. And I remember being in that same spot last year and I had all these different questions and I had no idea where to find these answers, right? So I figured, you know, I might be helpful and put myself in those group chats so I can answer those questions while being a part of their class, right? One thing that I saw is in that little echo chamber of all high school seniors, you have so many different like false narratives going around about the school that just aren't true. Like things like students have to take eight different classes when really it's just five, that certain majors don't have good earning potential or that they're a waste. It's just completely ridiculous. And if you get an actual student on it, they can supply you with factual information. These resources are available, but students are the best resources for it. So for me, the questions that I would wanna ask, just starting off simple, what's an average day like at, at your school? Or what are some things that maybe surprised you when you attended that you didn't really expect? Some of those more intangible things that you wouldn't be able to find unless you're talking to someone who had that student experience. Other things you can talk about the highs and lows of the school. What are the best parts? What's the most challenging or the most difficult part? And then you can transition into maybe more career-oriented stuff like finding jobs and internships, which programs are the best, which ones have the best teachers, stuff like that. And most importantly, you just want to ask for any general advice you can get. Mm -hmm. The students will be able to identify things that you would never think of. So by asking them what their experience was like, you're going to be able to set yourself up for what your experience could be. Mm -hmm. You know, once you get connected with students, you're, you're progressing in your decision and you've got an important task ahead of you, which is sharing your decision with others. How much do you want to share with other people? And what I used to think is that sharing is always the best. You should always talk to as many different people as possible. Sometimes it doesn't work that way. And the first reason that I say that is because every student needs to check their ego. Why is it that you want to share what you're sharing? Is it because you want to feel better about your acceptances. There are so many different factors that come into play when you let your ego 
get in the way of logical decision making. If you end up making a decision and, and you look back and you think, I made this decision because of what other people think or because of what I thought other people think, you're gonna end up kicking yourself. And that's really the only case when, when you start to feel really bad about your college decision. So a tool for that is to write out a pro con list for all of your colleges. I know this is super popular, but you need to explicitly identify how many of the pros and how many of the cons are rational and actually seriously important to you. And, and things like prestige are, are important, but you have to know why it's important to you. It can't just be because it looks good or because I wanna be able to tell people that I got into the school. You know, no matter what you end up deciding, someone will approve of it and someone will disapprove. So if you focus on the decision that you need to make and that you can make for yourself, you're gonna be fine because other people are always gonna have different opinions on things. And if you worry about that, you're going to end up making the wrong decision for yourself. So true. So true. Um, I think, you know, before, before I go into the next point, I just want to say when, when we talk about sharing, this can be after you've made your decision, but it can also be during like while you are making your decision. And that could mean, you know, sharing with more distant family members, maybe beyond your parents or your siblings or whoever else is around you. Um, that could be sharing with other high schoolers at your at your school. I know for me, so during decision season, so March, April, um, I was basically silent when it came to my friend groups at school. Everyone was talking about what schools they were getting into. Um, very little discussion about rejection. No one was really willing to talk very openly about that. And I just kind of made a pact with myself, like, you know what, I'm just not going to share anything at this time. Because what if I say, oh, I got into this school and my friend sitting next to me got rejected and they don't feel comfortable coming forth and talking about that. Or I say, hey, I'm really strongly considering this school. And then someone turns around and says, that school, I've heard yada, yada, yada. And oh my gosh, like I've had that happen. And it just it, crushes it, you, it's horrible. It? Yeah. Yeah. And it, it can, it can really mess with your decision-making like Nikhil was saying. This is your decision. So if you choose to share it with a close friend, if you feel comfortable with that, if you want that extra advice and that extra opinion, like go for it, know what to expect, know that you are welcome, welcoming someone else's opinion in there. Um, but like Nikhil is saying, check your ego. And I think this goes for online as well. So um, as you know, Real College Talk was born on Instagram. Um, like I said, during college decision season, I was totally silent about what schools I was hearing back from. And then eventually I started sharing on social media, but it felt personally like I didn't feel comfortable just sharing my acceptances because I felt that was totally inaccurate to what was actually going on. And so I started sharing an acceptance letter and a rejection letter. And like, that was really, really, really hard. But my goal was to try and show people like, hey, this is reality. This is like, keep it real. This is what really happens. And just the other day I was on Facebook and a friend of mine, super, super talented kid, um, shared that he got into like seven different Ivy League schools and like literally like he got into like 10 schools. Amazing. So cool. But no, like I was like, well, maybe he just didn't get rejected from any school. But I'm sure that there are many students who saw that and just felt defeated because maybe they got rejected from one of those schools. And so it's not bad to share on social media by any means. But like Nikhil is saying, ask yourself why. Like, why are you sharing on social media? Do you want to celebrate that you made your college decision? Do you want to update your friends and family? Like, that's awesome. Um, but when you go out there and you see everybody else ex like posting their acceptances, I want you to be aware that very few of any of them will actually share their rejections. So don't be discouraged. Stay humble, 
And don't be discouraged when other people are not staying humble. Um, and that's not to pass judgment to anybody. Like it's a stressful time for everyone and we want to celebrate. We want to look like we have it all together. But um, my encouragement to you would be don't be discouraged and stay humble. If you don't feel comfortable sharing your decision or your acceptances publicly, you don't have to. Like, I think we... <laughs> Like, I think we, in this age, in this time, we feel like we have to share everything on social media. You really don't. Like, you don't have to. You don't have to, you don't have to do that. So, um, and finally, my last point is, if you do want to share, our challenge here on Real College Talk is to share everything. Like, if you're going to share something, share your acceptances and your rejections. Maybe you didn't get rejected from any schools. That's awesome. Congrats. But if you're bold, like please share your acceptances and your rejections and use the hashtag. So hashtag keep it real hashtag. And so that's not to put, you know, to put the spotlight on you and, and make you be vulnerable in any way that you don't want to. Again, you don't have to share anything. But I think that, you know, college application season and decision season is a great opportunity for us to just be real with the world too as well. And, and I promise you that when you share the full truth, you're going, you will hear so much feedback from people um, who needed to see that and needed to be encouraged in that way. Um, so when it comes to sharing with others online and on social media, just see, you ask yourself, you know, what are my intentions with this? Ask if you're ready to do it um, and then do it, do it with humility, do it with humbleness. So uh, I totally agree with Maureen on that. I know we, we've gone back and forth on that since the very beginning of Real College Talk. That's how this all got started here is because the way that Morgan went about posting her acceptance and her rejection that's the reason it got started. I slid up on her Instagram story and I said, this is so cool. Like people should be doing more of this. And when you're able to approach it with humility, great things come of it, like Real College Talk. Lastly, I know a lot of you are, are kind of struggling on how much your family and friends should get involved in your decision, but don't you worry. We know that, you know, that dynamic can be really tough for people to manage. We have a whole new episode coming about that. So next, in our next episode, we'll be giving a full breakdown on how much parents can be involved, how they can be involved, how to get your friends involved and other family members, really just building a healthy relationship around your college decision with the people you love and care about. So cool. And, you know, like Nikhil said at the beginning, this is a big decision. Let's not try to sugarcoat it. Like this is how you'll spend the next four plus years of your life. Um, so yeah, it feels like a lot of pressure. But if it, if it makes you feel any better, just realize that everyone else is going through it as well. Both Nikhil and I have gone through this. Um, we both made very different decisions and, um, and have faced similar decisions along the way between me deciding to take a gap year, him deciding to take a gap semester. So if you need to reach out to anybody just to bounce some ideas back and forth, um, please feel welcome to reach out to us through Real College Talk um, or through Instagram. Um, you can reach out to us both personally or through our Real College Talk page and we would truly love to help you. Um, I know that at the time, yeah, I was talking about my decision with my parents and with my college counselor, but a lot of time I felt like I didn't have a lot of close friends that I could go to for really just candid advice or just a sounding board. So if you need that, please reach out to us. We are so excited to explore the topic of parents coming into the college decision next week. So definitely stay tuned for that. Send it off to your parents and your close family members. Um, but in the meantime, thank you so much for listening. We're so thrilled to be going through this process with you. And as always, keep it real. Keep it real.